Dateline, October 14th, 2013. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 270. And I'll tell you what, Grant, a pretty uh, quiet week this week after all our press junkets last week. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit quiet, but uh, we did, you know, we may not have been running around the country too much, but we did get to go and stand out on the tarmac. We certainly did, out at the Qantas Maintenance Centre. And in fact, Grant, for the first time ever, I got to actually put my feet on the tarmac at Melbourne Airport. Well, you know, away from the arrivals area at uh, <clears throat> Tiger Airways, at least. <laughs> yeah, you weren't. You were on the tarmac at Melbourne Airport and you weren't going between aircraft and terminal. It was fantastic. In fact, I was standing right out in front of the uh, main, uh, I guess it was the domestic terminal there, watching the uh, Jetstar 787 arrive. And you were right down there on the runway. I tell you what, mate, that was a hard choice when we had to split up, but we had to cover both sides of the arrival, the landing and the water salute. That's right, mate. Uh, it was a bit of a decision who would take what, but I think you went with the water salute because it was being done by the Arfies, the uh, f- airport firefighter. That was very impressive, mate. I'll tell you what, it was an extremely windy day out there at Melbourne last Wednesday when the aircraft arrived, and uh, although those uh, water cannons uh, were quite a long way away doing the salute, the water was almost being blown vertically straight at us. It was actually kind of like being back in the fire brigade again. It was kind of cool, actually. <laughs> there you go. From my vantage point, I I got some video of the uh, the water cannon salute, and yeah, it was definitely being blown back uh, towards the terminal by that very strong northerly. Uh, normally they would have probably arched over the top and got the aircraft, but hey, you know, they came close. Absolutely. Well, uh, Grant, i tell you what, we spent a great day out there at uh, Melbourne Airport. We were out there most of the day, actually. It was one of the longest press junkets we've been to, and uh, you know, they even made Jetstar 787 cupcakes, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, Diet Schmeyer, you were ripping into those. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll have to go back on that diet again. Oh, good Lord. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Grant, uh, Victor Kilo Alpha, the, uh, the uh, 787 that we've been talking about for weeks, we've uh, followed it as it's come out of the paint shop there, over there in Seattle and of course it uh, made its way across the Pacific, stopped in Honolulu on the way and uh, then completed its uh, 13,000 plus kilometre trip uh, direct here to Melbourne and uh, arrived to a huge welcome here at uh, Melbourne and of course Melbourne is uh, has been announced as we uh, talked about uh, a few weeks ago as the Australian home of the 787 Fleet 4 Jetstar and Grant uh, we got a great interview with one of the Jetstar bosses. David Hall welcome to Plane Crazy Down Under. Thank you very much. Hey, you're the uh, CEO of uh, Jetstar for Australia and New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. And I imagine you've been quite involved in getting the uh, 787 up and yeah, running. Yeah, we're really, really excited to see it here today. Um, the, the, the reality is now real. The dream is now reality. It's coming on to the Air Operator Certificate for the Australian and New Zealand business. So we're just working through the final regulatory uh, processes around all of that. And uh, we hope to have it into service operating up and down the eastern seaboard uh, very soon before we launch into from Melbourne to Denpasar come mid-December. So, Can you tell us a bit about that certification process? It's obviously been a long road, this being first of type, and we know some Dreamliners had a few issues, for example, with batteries overseas. How has CASA been about that sort of Yeah, issue? look, we've worked, we've worked very well with CASA. We've got a great relationship with the regulator. They need to do what they do, and we certainly respect what, what they do. We've had a, a large team, an entry into service team, working for many, many months, uh, you know, well over a year now, as it sort of stop-start over the time and work very closely with CASA to ensure that we are compliant, we're regulatory, uh, alignment with everything we need to do to ensure it's inducted safely into the fleet and it is very compliant. Safety and compliance leadership are number one priorities for Jetstar and it's a strong collaborative relationship with CASA. They keep us honest, they keep us on our toes and that's, that's really good and that's very important that as the regulator that they are happy and we would only be happy when they're happy and that they've put us through our paces to ensure the safe passage of our crew and our customers. Excellent. Now, uh, at first it looked like Qantas was going to lead with a 787 and Jetstar would adopt as well. Now it's Jetstar leading, Qantas 
haven't really got it. I understand they've uh, put their, their whole 787 prep on hold for the moment. So you've had to pick up all the burden. You've had to establish the, the training patterns. Have you, have you established a simulator here? Look, it, 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 it's certainly not been a burden. It's been an absolute pleasure to yeah. do. It was always planned that the, the A-Series would come into Jetstar and that they may eventually move back into Qantas. The 8s are staying in Jetstar now. Uh, Qantas have a large number of uh, options and purchase rights on further Dreamliners. Uh, we were back when the board approved the business case for Jetstar International back in 2005-2006. It was always that these aircraft would be coming to Jetstar. We're very fortunate that our parent granted us the A330s to use in the interim. And now we've got these coming in. The A th these will replace the A330s, which will then go in back into Qantas. It'll help Qantas renew its fleet and it'll have one of the youngest fleets, I think, in Qantas's history, which is great. And we're delighted to be the carrier of choice for the Qantas group in bringing the airline, being the Dreamliner, the 800 series into Jetstar. It's quite an honour, isn't it? It is a great honour. We're very proud. We've earned the right. We've worked hard at it. Yep. We've got great people. We worked very collaboratively with Qantas to ensure that our standards as a separate ARC uh, are exactly the same as Qantas standards and rigour and processes and Qantas has worked alongside us as we've inducted these aircraft alongside CASA, the Jetstar team, the Qantas team and, and other regula uh, regulators and of course Boeing and, uh, and GE whose engines are operating on them. And uh, do you are you going to have a simulator here in Australia for the 78s? We will, yes, that was announced a couple of months back, the Alan Joyce, Jane Herdlicker and uh, and the Premier announced that there will be a simulator based out at Airport West. It's a huge investment for Victoria. It's great, the that will be suitable for both Qantas and for Jetstar. So we're delighted that uh, we'll get the simulator to match the aircraft here. A lot of our pilots are currently being trained in Seattle and Singapore. It'd be great to have them trained on the simulator and have that here in Airport West in Victoria. Now obviously bringing this one in, it's the first one here and there's going to be more to follow, I believe another 13 of them. What sort of routes would we expect to see them operating on? Yeah, essentially the, the Dreamliner replaces the A330, so it'll replace the existing routes. Whereas we get more deliveries, anything, yeah, we've got 10 330s at the moment, so delivery 11 onwards, the next 11, 12, 13, 14, 40% increase in capacity, we'll look at routes then, and that'll largely depend on where the demand is. Uh, having a fleet of this size, having the flexibility and agility that Jetstar does, we can uh, timely and decisively move, move aircraft around to match with market demand. So they'll be inducted over the next 12 to 18 months, by 2015 all 14 should be here and we'll be looking at markets then that are best suited to the route that we can offer the lowest fares and the greatest customer proposition. Now speaking of these aircraft going into the air, we have a lot of aircraft enthusiasts that listen to our program and they're yeah. going to be wanting to know where the route proving flights are going. I believe they're heading up towards the Gold Coast. Can you confirm what Yeah, we've, we've announced earlier that uh, they'll be heading up to the Gold Coast and to Cairns for the proving flights, uh, initially proving flights. Then once, we, once it's on our AOC, our operator certificate, we'll be able to sell commercial flights and that will help us get the, the crew hours up for the pilots and for the cabin crew. So we'll be able to uh, leverage commercial flights post the proving flights and post our satisfaction and the satisfaction of CASA, we'll then be able to launch commercial flights on the eastern seaboard. And once we've got the hours up and are satisfied, we'll then be able to launch international services from probably mid-December, certainly before Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure most of our uh, audience will be out there with their cameras trying to get oh, shots. Oh, it's exciting. There's a lot of us yeah. out there with our cameras yeah, oh, today too. We saw a lot I of the think, crew. <laughs> I think it's amazing for the Australian aviation industry. Yep. We're very proud at Jetstar to have the aircraft coming in today. We're very proud to be the, the carrier, the largest low fares carrier in Australia that's transforming Australian aviation and continue to transform and pioneer long-haul aviation with a low fares carrier. David, thank you very much for Been coming a delight. on the show. Thanks for coming out today, guys. Thank cool. you.
So there we are, David Hall and the entire Jetstar uh, executive team. And I tell you what, a lot of other Jetstar employees very, very pleased to see that aircraft here. And uh, ever since that aircraft's been here, it's been nearly a week now as we record this. And uh, there's been a lot of uh, you know work going on training people, I guess, to use that airframe. Uh, one of our favourite Facebook pages, in fact, is the Melbourne Airport uh, Aircraft Spotters Group. And uh, I tell you what, they've been out there documenting in great detail all the uh, training that's been going on with that aircraft. It's been towed from the maintenance centre out to the ramp and back and forth and all over the place. And uh, it's about to start doing some route-proving flights, as you heard there in the, in the interview, up the east coast of Australia, up into the Queensland area, where they'll be doing uh, some training for pilots and uh, getting that aircraft ready for uh, commercial service. They certainly will, mate. They'll be uh, doing a lot of east coast passenger flights, as well as the freebies for the staff to get used to it. And then it's off into the international, and the first route, as we heard, is Bali, and it looks like mid-December, possibly earlier. Interesting to note that the A330s are coming back to Qantas just at the time that their maintenance costs go up. So, yeah, good for Jetstar to offload them and get brand new shiny aircraft. Uh, Look, good for Qantas to be able to replace the 767s with the A330s, but the maintenance burden on those A330s are kind of older ones and, well, you know, it will be uh, higher than if they had the shiny 787s for themselves. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk. We want to extend a great thank you to Jetstar for inviting us down there and uh, anytime they want to do that again, Grant, uh, they can do it. In fact, uh, you even got yourself on the radio, I should mention, just before we go, doing an interview about it. You you radio star, you. Uh, well, following in your footsteps, mate, I uh, got interviewed by Glenn Wheeler from the travel show on 2GB in Sydney and just a short one it was supposed to be a little bit longer but uh, coming on at the end of his segment he was running a bit late uh, but we squeezed in a little bit of a chat and in fact I created a video which has the audio from that chat and uh, some of the video I shot when uh, standing by the runway and on the tarmac and uh, when the 787 arrived Yeah and you can find that on our Facebook page facebook.com slash playing crazy down under four. Those of you who are on Facebook in fact I think the entire universe is on Facebook these days so <laughs> get over and have a listen to Grant being a radio star and uh, I'll tell you what he's trying to catch up to me that's just not on mate oh well you're leading the way quite a bit I've got a fair way to catch up mate. <laughs> no problem as I said that's everything for this week we'll be back next week until then I'm Steve Vischer and I'm Grant McCarran cheers folks